previously on Kids on Bikes. A very staticky. Do you do you remember Principal Denominator last week? She's sort of getting the power that she felt at the moment sort of surges through her again and she sort of understands a, a lot of pieces sort of fall into place for her you remember all of it as well and it just kind of swings open into a big empty house so whoever left didn't want anything left behind you all received postcards in the mail saying i need some time i'll be in touch with you soon that's just have absolutely no idea that we fought a bunch of witches. Really? Concerned about Vice Principal Denominator? That's... Why are you... So, why are you concerned about Jen? I mean, Vice Principal Denominator. Watching some TV with his dad, mostly. Hey, Dad? Dad? Hey, where the cuss are you? Now, why is it that every time someone goes missing, (laughs) you two are involved? Hi, Officer Ross. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Kids on Bikes. Well, let's jump right back into it. Uh, Actually, no, before we do that, let's give some quick shout-outs. First of all, I want to make sure that we hit our Patreon subscriber shout-outs. Yay, Patreon! Oh, yes. Partially because we just got a new one today. We did! Yay! Another! (laughs) So, so I'm just going to go down the list here. We've got Alex Kirk, Angry Imp Studios. Woo! Woo! Woo Woohoo! Uh, Buki Wilson, Chase Yarbrough, Chris Spencer, Colin Parker, Eve Smith, I Never Saw That Podcast, Jenny Spencer, MCF, Mona Carroll, Noah Croft, Paulette Ruse, Robert, Robert McFadden, Sarah Black, Specs AK, and Travis Drake. Paulette? I know some of those people. Those were all really great names. Like... Really, like, cool-sounding names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, should be maybe used as character Definitely. names. names. Uh-huh. And uh, we just did a giveaway is not the right word, but I guess a contest yep. thing on Twitter yesterday to see who our 666th follower would be. <laughs> and uh, so we will have a villain uh, in this arc uh, with the name of Harlequin. Ooh. Oh, is, great. is that nice. the person's name or is that the name that they decided they wanted the villain to be their called? Their online presence it has been Harlequin for nine years. So that was their preference. Nice. Yes. Harlequin. Awesome. Thank you, Harlequin. Thank you so much. Or not. Yes, thank you so evil. much. Everyone is awesome. No, also just wanted to give a quick shout out. I know this is coming out at uh, the end of February, but we are recording this uh, not too long after PodCon and just wanted to give... A shout out to everyone that we saw and met at PodCon and all of the the wonderful people uh, who were there. So if you met any of us, thank you for being awesome. And yeah, particular shout out to Jen, uh, VPD, who made a flower Kate to accompany us uh, at PodCon since Kate wasn't able to join us. And that was just the most amazing thing. It was so totally. great. Absolutely. I was afraid you guys were going to replace me on the podcast with the actual bag of flour. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was tempting, no. but uh, <laughs> then we realized the bag of no. flour. Flour Kate is quite portable, but Flower Kate is not as good at improv or Garrett. That voice, is very so correct. It's true. That's true. Yeah. The beginning. 
Flower Kate's a little quiet. Any Anyone else have anything they want to add in before we uh, jump back in? Uh, Ninja Escape Rooms. Ninja Escape Rooms, yes. Yes. Uh, Friday night before PodCon, we uh, did an escape room that was just so much fun. Legit uh, nuts. Legit nuts. Uh, the, the most complex escape room I have ever done. And I've done a bunch of escape rooms, but Fate and the Fable Maidens joined us for it. And it was absolutely fantastic. If you're in Seattle, check out Ninja Escape Rooms. Autumn was the ninja who was helping us out, who was running the game, and they were absolutely fantastic. And don't forget our host, Dr. Von Gutenberg. And yes, Dr. Von Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Let's dive in. So uh, when we last left off, someone had just knocked on the door of Kat's place because Randall was over there because Randall's dad had just disappeared. Right. Everyone else was soundly sleeping in their beds. So the person at the door had been Officer Ross, and he had uh, led off with, why is it whenever people go missing, you two are always involved? Well, I wouldn't say we're involved. Hello, Officer Ross. I mean, not directly. Oh, also, it's hi. the fugitive. <laughs> See, I don't think you could call him a fugitive because a police officer definitely took the handcuffs off of him and told him he could leave. Point. Kept. Look, I'm not going to. That's what I was told. I'm not going to be held responsible for the actions of Officer Face. Would you like some orange juice? It's no. very good orange juice. Or like water or milk. No. Tang. <laughs> Kool-Aid. <laughs> Coffee, hot chocolate, whiskey. I think my dad had some whiskey. No, I don't want any beverages. I just want to know why I'm here. My father is missing. Really? Yes. Okay. Tell me what happened. When did you last see him? (sighs) It was probably about an hour and a half ago. I went downstairs to go check on a power outage. When I came upstairs... He was gone. I checked every room in the house. I don't know where he went. There were no doors open. There were no windows open. His car's still there. I, I, I honestly don't know where he is, sir. Okay. Well, technically, you can't report a person missing if they've only been gone an hour and a half. <laughs> but it's been a slow day. <laughs> so I'm going to look into this for you. Do you have a place where you can stay? Can you stay yep. here? Y- y- yes. Great. I'm going to look into it, and I'll figure out what I can, all right? Th- thank you? You're welcome. Yes, thank you is the correct response. <laughs> you're doing just, you a favor. You're just but, so but mean see, about I it. I can't tell whether you're trying to be helpful favor. or not. You're doing him your job. If I was doing my job, I'd say you can't report him gone. You know, you know Cat, Cat, let, mm-hmm. let's, let's just be but nice. But I'm not gonna. Officer Ross, thank you. You're welcome. Fugitive. <sighs> Are you sure you don't want any whiskey? All right, I'll take some whiskey. <laughs> Cat's gonna go get Officer Ross drunk. <laughs> Cat, do you know where the whiskey is? Yeah, oh, Cat absolutely knows where the whiskey is. Um, here's the thing. Cat doesn't know exactly how much whiskey is appropriate, so she just, like, fills a glass. <laughs> Neat. As though it's Coke. She calls from the kitchen, do you want ice? <laughs> Sometimes my dad likes ice. Uh, no, I take it neat. <laughs> she just brings him like a pint glass full of whiskey. Holy crap. 
<laughs> Are you expecting me to drink this pint of whiskey? I mean, if you you don't, you said you wanted whiskey. You don't have to. I mean, you know, like drink what you want, and if you don't finish it, that's fine. I'm not gonna like, you know, make you. All right, let's sit down at the table. <laughs> You're gonna give me more of the story here. And I'm going to drink this pint of whiskey. Did you roll for drinking the whiskey? <laughs> you rolled for whiskey. Uh, I rolled for brains to see if he thought better, and he didn't, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Cat's going to kill Officer Ross. Well, then you could find out what's in the basement. The real world swamps it. I, I thought this was the plan to get his house keys, but that's just me. Oh, no. Cat hasn't thought that far ahead. She was just being polite. And then she was being yeah. Cat. <laughs> so he goes and sits down at the table with his pint of whiskey. <laughs> so, uh, Fugitive, what was your dad wearing? My name is Randall, sir. You can just call me that. I know. <sighs> I was just wearing a um, plaid shirt and jeans. Nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. All right. Had he talked about any plans or anything no we we were sitting watching television that night there weren't any plans at all that night you mean tonight yes tonight it's been a long day sir no look i understand completely just want to make sure i'm getting the right info yes tonight great so when did you come over here uh 15 minutes ago or so Okay. Cat. Yeah. Your uh, your mother called us. Yes. Yeah, where's she? I don't know. Okay. Mom! <laughs> Does Cat's mom answer? Nope. <laughs> it's probably unrelated. <laughs> I don't know. She's probably getting more whiskey. He takes a surprisingly long sip of whiskey. Is it really that surprising? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Cat and Randall both just cock their heads the longer he goes and be like, really? I, don't, I feel like this is exactly what Cat expected. She does not know whiskey from water. Randall does. What kind of water does she drink? Distilled water. Whiskey. Cat's never tried whiskey because she is like 16 years old. And I know that it's 1966, but Cat has never tried whiskey. She just assumes that when you you know, she doesn't know what it tastes like, so she just assumes that you drink it the way you would drink water. Yeah, That's why she gave fair. him a pint of it. All right, so we're we're looking into your father missing, and now, Cat, you don't know where your mother is. I mean, she's probably around somewhere. She might be sleeping. And, like almost immediately, your mom walks back into the room. See? <laughs> oh, I, oh, officer, I found her. You're, you're here. I'm so glad. Thank you uh, for coming. Um, have they filled you in on everything that's going on? They have, and they've, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your daughter pours a mean whiskey, <laughs> and your mom's eyes just go so wide, and she's like, oh, great, great, good job, cat. What? I was being hospitable. He didn't want orange juice. He didn't want coffee. He didn't want water. He didn't want tang. He didn't want Kool-Aid. He didn't want milk. He didn't want coffee milk. He didn't want plain coffee. He said he wanted whiskey. Okay. Well, thank you for being such a hospitable host in in my absence. You're welcome. (laughs) And she takes a seat 
uh, at the table as well. And the two of them just start making small talk, just like, how was your day? Uh, I was fine. It was real boring. How was y'all's? Was <laughs> Kat's no going to go get her mom some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to set the pint glass of whiskey down in front of her mom and be like, Mama, I think we need to go to the, the store and get more whiskey. We're out. Perfect. Your mom looks relieved and begins to uh, enjoy some of her pint of whiskey as well. <laughs> How much freaking whiskey was in this bottle? It was like practically a full bottle of <laughs> two pints of whiskey. So eventually... <laughs> Everybody small... is drunk off their asses. Yeah. <laughs> Officer Ross is a little a little red in the nose, and so is your mother. <laughs> hey, where's Hollow? Yeah, I'd like to see a conversation between Hollow and uh, Kat's mom and Officer Ross. Uh, Hollow was actually, yeah, Hollow was there with y'all. Oh, so she's just yeah. sitting quietly in the corner. She's sh- just sitting quietly in the corner watching this. Shaking her head at Cat <laughs> and everything that Cat is and does and stands for. Yes. Officer Ross stands up and is like, all right, well, you know, it's it's late, so I'll probably be taking a look at this starting tomorrow morning. No, if he's won't. returned, <laughs> give me a call and let me know. He's still on duty. <laughs> I'm impressed that he stood up and also that he thinks he's going to be doing anything tomorrow. <laughs> now, we don't know the constitution of one Mr. Ross. That is yeah, true. He's going to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, wrong game. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, just let me know if there's any more information. Are you sure you're okay, Officer Ross? I'm fine. <laughs> How much of the pint glass did he actually consume? All of it. (laughs) God, I fucking love Officer Ross. But you never thought you'd say that. Just a quick disclaimer. Listeners, don't try this at home. Oh, yeah, God, no, you will die. Do not drink an entire pint of whiskey. No. After Officer Ross leaves, your mom's like, all right, right, it's probably time for bed. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay, Mama? Yeah, it's just I didn't expect to have so much. So it's time for bed. We're gonna um Cat Hollow's gonna sleep in your room with you. Randall, you're gonna we've got a guest room you can stay in. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Everything's gonna be fine, I promise. You'll be back tomorrow. It's gonna be fine. The realism of this arc is really, really d- disconcerting. <laughs> why aren't they? Why aren't the parents available? Because they're drunk. <laughs> Again, it's nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the sixty-six. Yeah. <laughs> we rolled over. So she makes sure everybody is set up, tucked in, all that good stuff, and then she goes to bed. I assume y'all are gonna sleep as well. Yeah, probably. Randall's exhausted. What day so, of the week yeah. is it? It was a Saturday. Okay, I think Kat's going to stay up and draw in her sketchbook for a little bit and then go to bed. Awesome. So, Sunday morning rolls around. I think Randall wakes up first, but of course no one else is awake. So, what do you do in the like hour, Randall, from when you wake up to when Kat's dad wakes up? Randall's just sitting on the sofa trying to f- rack his brain on where his father might have gone. Okay. 
All right. And he's probably been up a few times during the night thinking about this. So he doesn't look great. Give me a brains roll. <laughs> it explodes. You know right where he is. Arc over. Now that's going to be a three. All right. Uh, so take an adversity token. It's just really hard to understand and wrap your head around. You've got no idea where he could have gone. Nope. So let's change gears over to the others, uh, starting with Garrett. Garrett, what are you doing on a Sunday morning? Uh, Sunday morning, up early at the paper with my parents, probably bothering Mitch. <laughs> Heck yeah. Mitch. Mitchie, what good news you got for me? Hey, Garrett. Um, well, I don't have a whole lot. Um, there was a, there's some rumors this morning about a disappearance. Uh, that, uh, that newer family, the guy and his son, and that, like, I guess they, the Macintoshes. Yeah, Mitch, yeah. Get, up, get on the same page here. Come on. Sorry. The Macintoshes. Uh, yeah, so... You've met several times. Sure. I guess Ed disappeared or something? I don't really know. I'm trying to get more info, but there's not a whole lot out there. I, I really feel like you're calling it in right uh, now, Mitch. So that's really... that. Cry never sleeps. What? <laughs> I feel like this is like season two with, like, drinking buddy Officer Ross. Bad at his job, Mitch. <laughs> This is where the kids really start to take over. <laughs> Judgy Hollow. Um, I know there's, uh, I mean, there's been some talk about as, like, not really my area, because, you know, I do mostly crime stuff, but there's a uh, new company moving in to one of the uh, one of the old abandoned buildings on the edge of town. What kind of new company? They're, uh... Si- science company it's not the right word uh, it's a laboratory of some kind they're called lincoln integrated systems okay all right that was surprisingly helpful thank you you're welcome <laughs> i'm not entirely crap at my job not today but there's r- there's rumblings about them being real weird so they might be something you want to look into i i will run with that thank you mitch certainly so I guess Garrett is heading over to that side of town to meet this weird science company. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Meg. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, it's Sunday morning. I'm at church. Oh, that's right. That is a thing that people do. <laughs> I forget about that sometimes. All right. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the topic of today's sermon? It's February. So they're going to talk about lust. All right. Give us five seconds of that sermon. (laughs) Uh, First, I'd like to say, fuck you, Dan. (laughs) Um, Now, it's it's important, young ladies, uh, to remember not to fall victim to lust. And uh, to remember that it is your job to remain chaste. All right, so that's, are, that's five seconds. That's okay. enough. I'm already getting sick of this. <laughs> you were doing a great job, but ugh. So you are in church. Awesome. And Mary. Yeah. What are you up to? Mary uh, got up not early, but like, you know. Hey, Meg, what time is church? 9, o- 9 a.m. Okay. Mary got up at like 9, yeah, 9, 9, 9, 15. 
uh, had breakfast, packed up her backpack, and walked over to Meg's house to wait for her. Awesome. Kat, what do you do when you wake up? I get dressed and braid my hair back and go downstairs to the kitchen to have breakfast. And I see Randall sitting there on the sofa. And I say, hey, cousin, how'd you sleep? (laughs) And Randall is so tired, he doesn't have words. He just kind of looks at her with deep, deep bags under his eyes. So not great, cousin. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Do you want some coffee? I can make coffee. Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Cat goes to make some coffee, which she does not serve in a pint glass. She does know how mugs work. Good. Yay. (laughs) Of course she does. So let's fast forward a little bit. Church is out. Okay. And uh, Mary and Meg, y'all are uh, like your parents are talking to each other. Like everyone's just kind of standing outside the church talking to each other. I guess that's maybe a thing that happens yeah it's a thing that okay good uh so you two have uh like you two are kind of off by the side oh did i go to the church to wait for meg i went i went to her house to wait for her oh i assumed that you were waiting for her to walk to church with her oh no 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 no. i no after after evelyn died we sort of our our attendance sort of fell off (laughs) fair so so then let's do this this way instead you get home from church Mm -hmm. yeah and Mary Sue is standing out there waiting for you. Hey, Meg, can I um, can I talk to you for for a sec? Uh, sure. What what's going on? Um, I just I just wanted to to say some things to you, and uh, you can tell that Mary is nervous, sort of unsure of herself, which isn't mm-hmm. something that she is uh, used to being. Um, so she says. When my mom died, I went to a, a dark place, and it was a place that I I really didn't want to be. So I, I tried to lean on you, but it was asking so much of you, and it, it wasn't fair of me to resent you for not being able to be there for me in the way that I needed you. <sighs> then you caught the eye of Walter, and it suddenly felt like the universe was against me, and no matter what I did or how hard I worked, who was going to come out on the losing side? It's Mary. <laughs> And so Please I lo- tell me you wrote this. Please tell me she's reading off of note cards. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. She's reading off of note cards. That sounds like <laughs> that. That will that will make me reading sound a lot. Uh, m- make a lot more sense. <laughs> All right. She continues. And so I lashed out at you and betrayed your secrets and tried to undermine your friendship with Walter and have tried to make you stumble with pretty much every fiber of my being ever since. When we faced off against Ellis and the witches, I remember how great a team we can be, but I was too stuck in my ways and full of pride to try to make amends. But last night, I had a dream. I was sitting in a theater with my mom, and on the screen, there were scenes of me and you. Building a snowman late at night, you comforting me after my car blew up, us taking down Ellis together, me stepping in front of you when we found that gross, big, huge mouth monster at that hotel. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom turned to me and said, Mary Sue, isn't it time for you to make peace with Meg? Life is very short, and there's no time for fussing and fighting, my friends. (laughs) 
And um, Mary pulls out a forty-five of We Can Work It Out and hands it to Meg and says, I won't interfere with Walter. And even if we're never best friends again, I'll always think of you as a sister. But I hope we can start repairing this friendship. So Meg takes the record and she's, she's nearly crying. And she tells Mary, uh, when your mom died, uh, my mom died too. Uh, my my mom decided that taking care of you was the most important thing, and it, and it was because your loss was bigger than mine. But there was just kind of this time where I, I just kind of felt like the only people who cared about me were gone, and then I wasn't as good as you, and so I hated you for that. And that's not your fault, and that's not fair, and I'm sorry, and I didn't... I probably could have guessed that you liked Walter, but he was my only friend in band. So we started spending more time together and I probably, I should have told you and I'm sorry, but you're the only sister I've ever had. And I love you. I love you too. And I'm sorry. And I'm really happy that Walter makes you so happy. And Mary goes to uh, hug Meg. And Meg hugs her back like her big sister. Okay, I wasn't expecting feels. <laughs> Just a quick fuck you, James. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> fuck you, James. <laughs> Love you. Love you. That was uh, that was amazing. Obviously. All right, let's get more mm. adults drunk. All right. So, <laughs> so, um, Cat walks Meg up with pint glasses Sue of whiskey. <laughs> no, Meg and Mary Sue hold hands and start skipping down the street, and they don't stumble. <laughs> No! Because they're not drunk. <laughs> yet. Or because Cat's Henry not there. <laughs> is hand-holding for friendship. That's right. All right. So let's move on to Garrett. Hello. You have arrived at Lincoln Integrated Systems. Mm-hmm. It is a large, Does it have just a really big kind of bland building. And there's like a small sign out front that just says Lincoln Integrated Systems. And a big gate around it, like a large fence, I guess. And there's a door. Can Garrett fit through the fence? Uh, no, it's like a like a chain link fence. Is there anything pointy on top of it? Yes. How pointy? <laughs> Just kind of your standard, uh, not quite barbed wire, but wire that's kind of like out around to prevent people from climbing over the fence, but... Garrett can give it a try. Uh, you also started saying something about a door. Is the door in the fence? Yes, there's like a door, an or- opening uh, in the fence, and in front of that is a booth in which a guard stands. Does anybody know offhand, somebody who has one of their books, uh, how many adversity tokens I need to be unassuming? You need two. Boom. I'm going to spend two adversity tokens to sneak past this guard. Okay, that sounds great. So you are unassuming and walk right past him. Explain to me how that happens. Uh, So like every stereotypical spy movie, I like flatten myself against whatever is nearby and like slowly creep along until I get past (laughs) the guard. Beautiful. Love it. Uh, So you sneak past the guard and just kind of 
whoop your way like right past the the gate and it's a i mean it's still like a 30 second walk to the front door but it you could do it without issue so i do that okay great uh so you walk up to the front door and uh it's a glass door but like the kind of glass it's tinted so you can't see through it but it uh it's a it's a pole are there any windows the windows are high up they're on the like they start on like the fourth floor. I'll try the door. Uh the door's unlocked. It swings right open. God, I love the sixties. Sixties were great. <laughs> um I I do not have enough adversity tokens to be unassuming, but I am going to try my super sneaky uh spy movie moves to go in the door. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Say this is. F- Do we have to be there to share adversity tokens? No. Cat or uh, Kate, do you want some adversity tokens? I just need one. I have three. Right. I will take one. Thank you. All, All right, right. zooming again. Beautiful. Uh, so there's a. Uh, I will say there's a receptionist at the front desk. Mm-hmm. It's a big like white hallway. Tell me what you do. Uh, so I sneak in using my super smooth spy moves. <laughs> I like drop. To the floor in front of the reception desk uh, because I'm not invisible. Uh, I wait there until the receptionist gets up to go refill her coffee. Uh, I check her desk for a dish of candy. Is there a dish of candy? Uh, let me check. Thank you. Oh, yeah, there is a dish of I candy. I stuff my pockets with candy. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, <laughs> then I start sneaking down the hallway. All right, great. Uh, That's a survivor move As you move sneak right down there. the hallway, you hear the receptionist go, huh, the door did just open. Must have been the wind. What kind of, what kind of candy did I just stuff my pockets with? Oh, just very generic hard candy. Like just a, but there's like a red and a yellow and a green and an orange, <laughs> but it's just like individually wrapped hard candies. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Shout out to that orange hard candy. Yep. Yes. Yep. It's the precursor to Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what? No, hold on. They are uh, Specs AK brand hard okay. candies. Cool, cool. Nice. Well <laughs> done. They have a reputation of being. Just the best hard candies you can get. For when you expect the best. <sighs> James. Uh, so as you sneak down the hallway, you hear a lot of kind of loud booming sounds. And you see down at the end of the hallway, there's like three doors, right? One at the very end of the hallway and then one on either side of the hallway from there. And the door on the left from where you're facing opens up and someone darts out and dashes into uh, the door on the right. They Scooby-Doo it? Uh, they don't Scooby-Doo it. No one comes out of the uh, any other doors. There's uh, okay. The Harlem Globetrotters don't show up, but you feel like it <laughs> might not be out of place if they did. Did I get a good look at that person? It was a kind of a flash, but they were wearing a uh, white lab coat. They had long brown hair. Okay. And that's really all you were able to see. I'm going to keep advancing down the hallway. Okay. Uh, so you get down to the end of the hallway. You have those three doors there. 
I'm going to look in the door that that person just left. Okay. You pull the door open and just kind of look through that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, throw it open. I'm going to, like, I'm still, I'm still trying to be somewhat unassuming. <laughs> Fair. So then, Here's uh, roll flight for me. Ooh, it's close. Nice. Uh, so 12 plus 2 plus that extra 1 because I'm a T, so that's 15. You're so fast. Almost cat fast. So in this case, this was the type of flight that would uh, that was avoiding trouble type of flight. So you are so quiet. You pull the door open and look through, and it's a lot of uh, machinery. Uh, you see some just big consoles. You're not exactly sure what they do. There's some antennas. There's some kind of lightning shooting back and forth between some of them. It's a calculator. Is it like a well-lit room full of machinery and lightning, or is it like a dimly lit? It's a very well-lit room. Okay. Are there any people in the room? Uh, there are two people quietly uh, looking at the the consoles and fidgeting with some dials. Are their backs to me? Their backs are to you. I'm going to yes. advance up behind them and see if I can read the consoles. You get up behind uh, behind them and looking at the consoles, like the most of the like dials aren't really labeled, okay. but there is an output meter of. Uh, amperes that you can read and that is spiking significantly Uh, and one turns to the other and says what do you uh what do you think was going on that they they needed dr harlequin to get out of here so fast and the other says i don't i don't know man i'm not even gonna i don't want to get involved and then they turn a dial and a like huge thing of uh, electricity goes from one antenna to the other and just kind of stays there and drops down a little bit and they both like have a sharp intake of breath and then it goes away and they exhale disappointedly. This is like you're describing my job. (laughs) I am going to quietly retreat back out of the room. Okay. All right. Uh, Roll me flight again. I got a three. So with a three, uh, do me a favor, take an adversity token. You take a couple of steps back before turning around, and as you do turn around, you run smack dab into a pair of legs. Like? That belong to a person. Yeah, but like, They're standing are up. we objectifying a woman here? No, not... Are these legs as tall as Teenage Garrett? No. Uh, okay. I guess that was a bad way to describe it. You run into a person. Did I just headbutt somebody in a crotch? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Hey, kid. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what the hell are you voice. doing here? The other two scientists turn around. You are looking at a man in a suit. It is a gray suit. The jacket is buttoned up. He's wearing a black tie with it. Don he, Draper. <laughs> he is bald. He's got, like, really unhealthy looking skin and as you can tell from his voice probably a smoker (laughs) but it was the 60s so like everyone was right and he looks very 
frightening. I am here on behalf of the Swampscott Times. We heard that your company had opened up in town, and my father, the editor, wanted me to come and check y'all out. Oh, uh, no comment. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for your time. Garrett starts leaving. He walks with you, kind of uh, grabs your arm and, like, is making sure that you're leaving. Listen, kid, this isn't a safe place for you. Don't ever come back here. Okay? Is that, is it, sir, is that on the record? No, this is off the record. Okay, well, you said it before, before, uh, before you said it was off the record. That's so not how that works. Yeah, um, <laughs> with the editor. I think it's me. Thanks for your time. Uh, roll grit for me. Six. He got a nine. Listen, if you want your dad to not get everything that he has sued off of him, you're not going to give him any information about this place. You're going to stay away, and you're going to tell all your friends and everyone you know to just give us some room to do our stuff. Now get out of here. And he kind of throws you through the entryway door. Like uh, like on, on Fresh Prince? I, I don't know. Uh, when you say entryway door, is that the door by the secretary? Like the, the front door. Okay, so technically I'm still inside the gate. Yes. <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, well, oh look, I've got two more adversity tokens, so I'm going to unassume my way around the side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Nar- narrate that for me. Uh, so I've been thrown out the front door. I super smooth spy like back to the wall. I just kind of slowly move up the front of the building until I hit corner, which I like awkwardly navigate and continue moving back <laughs> to wall slowly into what I presume is an alleyway. I, I I find the dumpsters and I hunker down. So you hunker down by the dumpsters out in back of the building. And you see some interesting things. There are a couple of very large tents set up in the back. In one of them, you see a bunch of flashes of light kind of constantly going on. Even though it's like mid-morning, you can still see like significantly bright flashes of light. Classic science rave. Classic science rave. And the other one people keep going in and out of. The uh, tent, what do you do? Is this like a revival-sized tent? Like, it's not like a... Yeah, like, what size tent are we talking about? We're talking, like, sure, revival-sized tent. It is a massive tent, like... Like what Cirque du Soleil puts up in a parking lot? <laughs> like what Cirque du Soleil puts up in a parking lot. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna hang out by the dumpsters and observe the tents for a while. All right, great. Let's uh, cut back to Cat and Randall. Hollow joins y'all at the table... <laughs> As you're sipping on your coffees. Randall's now twitchy in addition <laughs> to being only half awake. Perfect. Hey, Hollow. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for letting us stay here. Yeah. Do you want some coffee? Um. Toast? Toast would be great. Cheerios? Just toast? Just toast. Butter? I don't know what Cheerios are. <laughs> Jelly? Honey? But- Were Cheerios not invented in the 60s? Cat. No, they, they totally were. They definitely were. She just doesn't okay. know. She was raised by... Right, she's, she was raised in the woods. I forgot. 
co- they, they, they ate Covenos. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Face. That's a face with the mic face. Yay. Face. What do you want on your toast? Like butter, jelly, marmalade, honey, nothing, syrup, <laughs> orange juice, milk, coffee. So, but butter, butter would be great. Okay. And and some orange juice. Thank you. Okay. Cat <laughs> fixes some buttered toast and a pint glass of orange juice. Awesome. <laughs> Roll brains for me. What do y'all talk about? So, Randall, do you want to, like, I don't know, like, go back to your house today and see if your dad's back? He'd have called by now. There's no way he's not already there. Okay, so what do you want to do then? I don't know, Kat. I have no idea what okay. to do. You don't need to yell at me. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> Do you want to go for a walk and look with him? Look for him outside somewhere. Do you want to sit here and keep being cranky? Do you want to go <laughs> toss a ball around in the backyard? Actually, a catch might be good right now. Really? That's the one know. you went for. I was really expecting that you just want to sit here and keep being cranky. But okay, cat runs upstairs and gets gets her field hockey stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Randall looks at Hollow and goes. I knew if I didn't do something, she'd just keep trying to talk to me the whole time. <laughs> Hollow kind of laughs and takes a sip of orange juice and says, I'd, I'd like to join in on this catch if that's okay. <laughs> I have a question about the catch and field hockey stuff. Yes. Is Cat going to be shooting field hockey? Well, no, but her... Her field okay. hockey... I mean, she was figuring like tossing field hockey... Like field hockey balls are the balls oh, okay. that she has. Gotcha, right. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you stand over there. I'll slap shot some balls. I mean, <laughs> that's, not, that's oh. not to say that Kat has not attempted that in the past with right. poor reception. Yeah. <laughs> Kat saw a Hialeah special one time on TV and thought, hmm, that might be fun. Uh, so then the two of you roll. Uh, we're going to go with Brawn on this. Ooh, that's a 12. I got an eight. Great. So the two of you have a delightful catch. And every time you throw the ball to Hollow, she drops it and does a terrible job of throwing it back to y'all. Can Cat suggest monkey in the middle? Cat wants to play monkey in the middle. Great. Cat suggests monkey in the middle. Randall says absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but Hollow would be a perfect monkey. She's never played before. It's a good way to get her to, to like, teach her the game. What, okay. Let her be in the middle. No. She looks so excited. She's like, okay, this sounds, what What do I do? Hollow, no. You, you just try to catch the ball. No. I'm going to toss it to Randall. Cat. It's going to go over your head, and you're going to jump and try to catch Stop it. Stop it, and Then Randall's going to toss it back to me, and you're going to oh jump and try to catch gosh. it. And we got to try to toss it high enough that you can't catch it, but you got to keep trying to catch it. <laughs> This sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to do it's this. It's real Randall, fun. Play, please, Randall, please. You don't want to do this. Cat throws the ball to Randall. Because. <sighs> <laughs> Randall's done. So Randall literally walks up, hands the ball to Hollow, and goes back inside. Randall, you did it wrong. <laughs> Cat looks at Hollow. He did it wrong. <laughs> I guess he decided to go be cranky again. 
maybe we should go check on him in a little bit after we throw the ball around some more. And she runs uh, far away and throws you the ball really terribly. That's okay. I feel like by the by the time we're done with this exercise, she's not as terrible. Yeah. I feel like she she has at least like a 3% return on throwing and catching. I'd I'd like to see Hollow uh be the star pitcher in the 1968 Swamps Get High uh, women's softball team if that's yes. if that's a, a long-term arc. Okay, that's I mean that's 2 years from now. And that's what saves her from being like Darth Hollow, team team sports. Per- perfect. Uh, I'm yeah sure. I'll write that potential in. Um, Great. A league of hollow zone. A league of hollow zone. Randall. Mm-hmm. You walk back inside, and their TV is on. Like you can hear the static of their TV, just going. Okay. But there's no one, like around watching it. Her parents are both. Still upstairs. Sleeping it off. Randall goes up to the TV. Am I hearing anything from the TV other than the static? Good question. Roll brains. <laughs> That's a five. You hear... You can't tell if it's just like coincidence of how the static is falling together or if it's actually like a vague shadow of words. But there's definitely some sort of pattern to it that you can pick up that sounds like it could potentially be a vague shadow of words. And then it turns off. Randall tries to turn it back on. All right. It turns back on and is static. Change the channel. Static. Change it again. Interestingly enough, it's still static. (laughs) I turn the volume up as high as it'll go. Okay. So you turn the volume up as high as it goes and... You can definitely make out words this time. You can't make out words in succession, but you definitely hear the word help. You hear the word stuck. And you hear the word buzz. Buzz as in B. Yeah, B is in boy. U is in unicorn. Z is in zebra. Z is in Zarly Zalabski, the hockey right. player. That's what you hear, and then the TV turns off. Randall tries to turn it on one more time. It does not turn on this time, and uh, some smoke starts coming out of the back a little bit. Not a lot of smoke, but just a little bit. Randall's going to go upstairs to see if he can find Mr. and Mrs. DeHaven. Okay. Uh, So you go upstairs and, I guess, knock on their bedroom door, or... Yeah, knock on the door. Mr. and Mrs. DeHaven? They're your aunt and uncle. (laughs) That's true. Tom and Nancy. Thank you. Tom opens the door. And he's in a, he's in like a bathrobe. I'm sorry to bother y'all. Just something, something seems to be going on with the television. Okay. Um, I'll be down in a minute. Sorry. Nancy had a bit of a, a late night and I've uh, been <laughs> trying to take care of her this morning. She's not feeling too hot. So that totally fine. Do you just. Do what you got to do. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, I'll be I'll be down in just a minute. All right. Thanks. So he closes the door, and then uh, in a like minute or two after getting dressed, comes downstairs to check out the TV. So what what was going on with this? When I walked in, it was on, 
just a static, but there seemed to be some kind of pattern going on with the, with the sound. I, I couldn't make anything out and then it turned off. I turned it back on and I turned the volume up as high as I could. Cause I, I heard words in the static and then it turned off. I tried to turn it on one more time and then there's a little smoke out of the back and Whoa, I, smoke I out don't of the know. Back. He walks around to the back and starts like fiddling with it. He unplugs it first. Smart. Smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, so I'm gonna need you. It looks like looks like Cat and Hollow are still outside. I want you to go out there with them while I work on this, because this is potentially very dangerous. If it was smoking, there might be a fire in here and you do know I work in a mechanic shop with my dad. I could help you. Look, I don't know what's going on with Ed, but can't take the chance of something happening to you as well. Okay? I mean, it's a television, but I'll, I'll, all right, I'll, I'll go. Do you need me to grab something, like a tube out of the garage or something? If you could grab me my toolbox, it's in the, it's in the garage. That would be great. All right. I'll do that. I wish Tom DeHaven was my dad. <laughs> So Randall goes to the garage to get a toolbox. All right. You see a big green toolbox sitting on the um, workbench in the garage. I retrieve that toolbox. Great. You get back (laughs) into the living room and uh, he says, oh, great. Thank you. You know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, sure. If you want to help out, you can help me out. It's no problem. I mean, because it doesn't seem to be smoking anymore. So if there was a fire, I don't think it's going on anymore. So no, I mean it. It didn't look like a fire so much as something burnt out. But just with the static, it was odd. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Um, if you'll hand me one of those one of those Phillips heads, I'll. You can take the other. We'll take the back off of this thing. So Randall takes part of television with his uncle. Awesome. What a delightful little scene. Hmm. Um, Mary and Meg. <laughs> yeah. After your totally didn't make me cry, totally everything's fine scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With your hand holding and skipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do from there? Uh, I guess we go get a burger at Jake's. Like yeah. we used to. Absolutely. And milkshakes. Oh, that's so cute. So you go, you walk down to Jake's uh, to get burger and milkshakes. Mm-hmm. I'd say at this point, it's probably about noon 30. Probably. He he actually refers to them as milk Jake's. Um, True. True. It's a brand thing Jake he's shakes. trying to. Yeah. It's Jake, Jake shakes. shakes yeah. yeah. He's kind of like sometimes some weeks it's one, some weeks it's another. Correct. So y'all go to Jake's Shakes and... Um, and steaks. And steaks. Y'all go to Jake's Steak and Shakes. Yeah, it's just the establishment Steak and Shakes. <laughs> no. That's, a real, that's, that's just a real place. <laughs> uh, so what exactly do you order there? Uh, Mary Sue. Uh, Mary orders a, um, a chocolate shake with whipped cream and a cherry on top. Uh, and just a plate of fries, but like a big heaping plate of fries. But 
she says the usual. She then always has to tell them what she means, but she's she's always trying to make it to a establish a the usual <laughs> at Jake's shake. I love it. I love it. Meg. Um, I order a strawberry shake um, and a cheeseburger. No onions or ketchup. Okay. Cheeseburger, no onions, strawberry shake, and chocolate shake and a basket of fries. So as y'all are sitting there enjoying your food, someone walks in and you've not seen them before. Are they hot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo! Right, uh, fresh meat in town. They are hot. <laughs> meat? <laughs> She's talking about the burgers. That's true. <laughs> this, is, this is an upstanding establishment. They only use fresh, fresh meat. meat. Grade A side of beef. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Dan, do you want to go start a new podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes, Aaron, I do. Hey, you, me, and Kate are separating from this group. It's the Cat and Garrett show. <laughs> this can't possibly Hold end on. poorly. Kate never said that she was against the hotness <laughs> of the stranger. It's just the cat show. This can't possibly end poorly. The cat show is a different, is an entirely different podcast than I think. <laughs> that takes place in the future world of Cat's Corner. So he walks in and like three steps in. He trips and falls flat on his face. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Mary is instantly in love. I can see the love happening. Walter is forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> he is about like 16, 17, I think. He is 16 going on 17. <laughs> he gets up and says, oh, that was, uh, <laughs> that was embarrassing. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. What oh. else does he look like? Oh, no. Cuss. So he's got red hair. I mean, he looks kind of average. Like, he's average build. Does he look like the new kid? The new kid? The- yeah, on the block. Does he look, new- like, does he look like the new kid on the block? Oh, oh. Oh, whoa, whoa. Um. Huh. <laughs> He's got the right stuff. Okay. Uh-huh. And what's one more? I don't know. I'm out of my references. <laughs> All right. Well, you were hanging you were hanging tough there for a oh, while, but uh Of course. <laughs> anyway, no, he doesn't look familiar like a, a I would say at all. Average and unfamiliar. Average and unfamiliar. He's just very unassuming. And clumsy. And clumsy. Hot. What is he wearing though? Uh he's wearing dungarees no and shirt. a button-up shirt. What color? Dark blue. And the shirt? A dark blue button-up shirt and light blue dungarees. Got it. Cool. And shoes? Boots. Mm-hmm. What were they made for? Being a cowboy. Okay. Not okay. walking. Okay. Cowboys cowboy. don't walk. Not, Not walking. walking. <laughs> strutting. Lumbering? Strutting. <laughs> uh, could, they could some be used lumbering? for lumbering. Is there some lumbering? All right. So he's he's on the ground. And he gets up and is embarrassed. Yes, that okay. that was embarrassing. Hey, are yeah. are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Just took a tumble. Uh, well, hi, I'm Meg. Uh, hi there. I'm Chase. I'm 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 I'm. This is my friend Mary. Mary Mary Sue. 
it's it's hi hi there mary, mary sue my name is chase it's well it's hi chase it's mary um are you sure you're okay i'm fine you're t- okay fine don't worry about well, me um, what's good to eat here i'm i'm getting hungry well, it's known for their shakes. This is Jake's shakes, after all. Yeah. I mean, I assumed yeah. the shakes were good. What's good to eat Well, then here? why did you... Okay. Uh, I'm looking for would... some food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just ordered uh, a cheeseburger. That's f- fabulous. And I got I got the fries. Um, they're good. They're uh, greasy, but, you know. All right. Well, I'll uh, get some... I'll get cheeseburger and fries. Thank you. Looks like what? So, what kind of milkshake should I get? Uh, they they have chocolate and strawberry, and vanilla um, is is pretty good. Um, they have a uh, a a mint chocolate chip shake. I don't think that's going to catch on really at all, though. Mint um, chocolate? That does not sound good. I, I know, right? Ugh. Jake is just he's a real he's a real. Uh, he tries to experiment with uh, with new shake flavors, and it's just sometimes it's just a real big miss. Yeah, but that cookies and cream one is quite phenomenal. Yeah, it, yeah, that's true. Uh, you you have that one's not on the menu, but you can ask him to make it, and he'll do it. Yeah. All right, all right, cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a try. Thank you. And he goes up and uh, orders. It's a prank. They don't have cookies and cream. We do prank people sometimes. <laughs> this is this is a Mary Sue Meg old oh bit. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this so much. We used to do this when we were young. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Okay, so he walks back and was like, "All right, they didn't know what I was cussing talking about." It's <laughs> so unlike Jake. Hmm. Mary uh Whispers in Meg's ear, classic Mary and Meg uh, mess around. <laughs> Great. Great. I'm just going to go give vanilla. Thanks. And like gives you some serious side eye before <laughs> we're walking back up. And we're just giggling like it's the coolest <laughs> yes. thing that ever happened. <laughs> Dumb boys. Seriously. We'll just believe anything you tell them. Uh, I'm sorry, I uh, do need to retcon a bit, because this is a character who I forgot already had a name. Uh, uh-huh. So, uh, he introduced himself as Lawrence. Lawrence, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like my last name, got Fuck. it. Fuck. Yep. So, Lawrence uh, goes to the other side uh, of Jake's shakes from where y'all are, because uh, he feels uh-huh. a little slighted, yeah. and uh, enjoys his... Um, Boring shake and cheeseburger and fries. Wow, way to shake shame. <laughs> this is a great scene. It had potential to be great, but you guys were something else. Um, we are something else. Yep. Uh, is he over by the jukebox? <laughs> yes. Hey, okay. Hey, uh, Mary Sue, here's here's a dime. Go ask go ask him to uh, recommend a song. Okay. 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 Um. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. And uh, Mary walks over to Lawrence. Um. Hi. Hi. I'm. Uh. Hey. Hi. Hi. Um. L- Lawrence. That's that's so funny. That's uh. That's my last name. Um. <laughs> too. Um. Mm-hmm, sure. So, um, what uh? What would you play from on this? There's a jukebox. 
there's a jukebox here. Um, what would you play on it? <laughs> Mary's such a good word maker. And Meg is wide eyeing this whole thing, just slurping her milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> well, any Johnny Cash would be great. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, uh, okay. Ring of Fire. Is Ring of Fire out? Yeah. I think that was like is 64. That, is Walk the Line out? Oh, yeah. Walk the Line's been out for a long time. All right. Uh, she plays Walk the Line. <laughs> Walk the Line didn't come out till 2005. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, that's a face for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me and David's first date. <laughs> Oh. oh, adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are so cute. So he starts kind of tapping his toes to some Johnny Cash. Are, uh, what, what, are, what are you doing, Mary Sue? Like, are you standing oh, there by oh, him no, while no. it's playing? She, she ran back to uh, her booth with Meg. Okay. Ran. <laughs> Anything else y'all want to do that's, like, real weird and making this guy feel super uncomfortable right now? I mean, I'm good. <laughs> Meg is very entertained by the nervousness of Mary Sue. <laughs> oh my god, shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's cute. I mean... Uh, he picked he, a he good song. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's true, I guess. It could have been worse. That's... That, I mean, I, I guess so. I just, you know... What if he's a witch? That's not I mean, these likely. are the things we have to ask. Just because he has red hair does not mean he's a witch. <laughs> yes, Stop that's saying true. that. I mean, it's just that we've run into it. every new person we've met has been a witch thus far. So, like, okay, well, Randall was brand new, and he's not a witch. I mean, do we know that? <laughs> Mary Sue. He got away from the witch pretty easily. Is all I'm saying. But he lost part of his arm skin. Well, wouldn't you do that if, if you were trying to make it seem like it was hard for you to get away? I'm just saying. Yeah. Mary Sue, you're just... We have a lot to catch up we on. We do, but you are just wrong. You're wrong. All right, well, we'll see. Sometimes we'll see. people are just cute. So let's go back to Garrett. You're hanging out there at uh, Lincoln uh, Integrated Systems. That's a t-shirt. And so you're you're keeping an eye on the tents. Are you looking out for anything particular? I'm trying to see if there's any pattern to the people going in and out of the one that people are going in and out of. Like, are the same people going in and out? Or are some people going in, different people are coming out? Or are people coming out slightly different? Mostly it's the same couple of people going in and out, but there have been a couple of people who have come out. Uh, that you did not see go in. Well, that's fair. They could have done that before I got there. Like, is are there any context clues? Does this seem like a like a like a company morale barbecue or? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a that's such a great question. Seriously, that's 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 an, a good thing to establish. Very uh, important. Are there paper plates and cake? So you don't see any paper plates. You don't smell any really like sad barbecue. <laughs> And the people leaving don't look like they regret making the decision to show up. So it doesn't seem like a company barbecue. Okay. What do they look like? Like, what sort of expressions are they having going in and out? Are they going in with dread? Are they leaving with dread? Neither. They're basically going in looking concerned and coming out looking a little more relieved. 
Hmm. What's going on with the lightning tent? Uh, so the tent that has the flashes of lights going on in it, uh, you are hearing a lot of, uh, like, pops, and you are seeing flashes of light from, like, three different okay. spots in the tent. They're not moving. They're all in the same three spots. Did you say that there were people going into that tent, too, or no? No, you haven't seen anyone go oh. in or out of that tent. How close are the entrances to each tent? So the tent that people are going in and out of is closer to you. That's probably 20 feet away from where you are. But it's, is it facing Is it facing the dumpsters? No. Okay. So the, there's like the side that's facing the fence and the side that's facing the building. I guess the, the side that's facing – there's two sides facing the fence, I guess. Um, but the side that's facing the building, the side across from that side. Okay, and then the okay. lightning – tent is where in comparison to that so it's not lightning it's just flashes of light but it is about 40 feet okay 40 feet next to uh, i cannot talk 40 feet from the tent further away from you and the like the the entrance to that is also facing the building right okay uh yes okay have there been any patrols or anything going around the back of the tents there have not I am going to start super sneakily sneaking my way around the back of the not party tent and towards the rave tent. Okay, great. Uh, roll flight for me. Seven. Okay, so you get around to the rave tent and those uh, pops now you can hear there's like hissing that goes on beforehand. So it's like it starts off very soft and goes... So, the way these tents are set up, would I be able to get onto the ground and lift up one of the edges without having to go all the way around to the front and right in the, the front opening? Yeah, you can try that. I would say if you try that, give me a bronze roll. Two. Take an adversity token. As you go to, like, lift up the side, you realize that there's, uh, like, there's equipment on top of the like the tent that's kind of holding it down there and so it's not budging and as you do that you hear a hey is the side of the tent moving <laughs> from inside the tent uh so i'm gonna since i'm already on the ground i'm going to roll away like away from the building away <laughs> away from where i was trying to get into the tent and go around the back of it and hope that they don't investigate that far around. Roll flight for me. Ten. Nice. All right. So, yeah, you make it around uh, the back of the tent and uh, narrate for me how that goes. Uh, so I roll to what is presumably the corner, sort of, of the tent, and I hit that corner. I roll a little more, and then I do a really, really poorly executed army crawl towards the far end <laughs> of the popping light. Yes. Awesome. Uh, what do you do once you're there? I'm just going to chill for a couple of minutes and hope that they forget that the side of the tent moved. You hear the like tent flap open up and a couple of footsteps coming around. You hear them walk over to the side of the tent where you were, uh, but now it sounds like the footsteps are coming your way. I'm going to get to my feet, but stay close to the ground and 
move faster than my bad army roll and try to get around that far corner. Okay. Roll flight one more time. 11. Okay. Uh, narrate that for me. Uh, so I get up, but I'm still like squatting and kind of like awkwardly. It's not quite like a turtle run, but you know, kind of, if you had to describe this person that you see moving with this large backpack affixed to their back, like squatting and running, you might say it looked like a turtle. All right. So let's cut back to Randall and Cat. So Randall, you are working on the TV. You've taken the back of it off and everything looks fine. Cat Hollow says that she's a little tired, a little thirsty and wants to go back in. Okay. Uh, so y'all go back in and you see your dad and Randall have taken apart the TV. <laughs> what is your reaction? I don't think Cat has a reaction. I think she's used to seeing Randall just randomly take shit apart. <laughs> she's a little confused about her dad, the literature professor, taking <laughs> apart the TV, but she trusts that Randall knows what's going on. So she just goes into the kitchen and gets Hollow some water because Hollow said she was thirsty. Nice. This episode, Cat makes drinks for everybody. Yep. <laughs> Randall, you're talking with Tom. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Since the folks came out and installed the new antennas on the TV last week, I don't, I don't know. This thing's being real weird. <sighs> yeah, I don't know either. Are you hungry? I'm feeling hungry. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm a little hungry, but I'd rather... Well, let's just put this thing back together and go get some food, I guess. That's fine. Well, we'll Everything looks fine. I don't know what would have been going on. Let's just leave so. it. We can we can go grab something. Cat, Hollow, are, are you guys hungry for something? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Jake's? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can we can do Jake's. Just do me a favor. Would you put the uh, cover back on the TV? Like the back cover back on the TV for me? I'm going to go make sure Nancy's okay. Sure, yeah. So Randall goes ahead and kind of puts everything back together. As you're putting everything back together, there's a box that you are uh, like having trouble remembering exactly how it fit in on the back. But like it clearly connects to the antennas somehow. Uh, do me a favor and roll brains to see if you can figure it out. That's going to be a three. Okay. Uh, so you're not able to figure it out. Uh, take that adversity token. Dose. Dose adversity tokens. And so Tom uh, comes back downstairs. Is Nancy okay? Nancy's fine. Uh, she's going to join us because some, some greasy... Food sounds real good for her right now, hangover-wise. Hey, Tom, there there was a box that connected to the antenna, and I, I know we'll take another look at it in a little bit. I just left it on top for now, and we can get it all fixed up after we get back. Oh, this is that, uh, this is that box that they installed last week. I don't, I don't know exactly. I guess I'll just, I'll give them a call when we get back to see if we can figure out how to install it. Who's can you, them? Lincoln Integrated Systems? Yeah. Kids on Bikes stars James Anderson, David Hanna, Diana Hanna, Kate Harlow, Aaron King, and Daniel Spencer. 
Follow Renegade Studios at Play Renegade on Twitter for more information about the game. Check us out at kidsonbikescast.com and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash kidsonbikescast to see how to get access to secret bike-locked episodes and first dibs on our merchandise. Thank you for listening to Kids on Bikes. Welcome to Queer Dungeoneers. This is an unbearable experience. If someone was listening to this, they would say, this is pure silliness. <laughs> I'm going to turn animal. into a really big cow. Moo. It is Baramos of the Fourth Circle. Free me from this orb. Do you have Baramos in your bag? No. You can tell me if you've got Baramos in your bag. No, I've got rations. You've got Baramos in your bag. No, I don't. Nim, what have you done? Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. Get it now. I am great and nothing can hurt me. Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this, right? What if they're in outer space? Or have a cast that don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes to any of these questions, then you'll love experience points. We're all queer cast playing Starfinder while trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Miu can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who like to rush into things, which has landed us into some surprising situations. Have you ever accidentally wandered onto an undead nude beach, woken up on a haunted ship that's about to explode, gone fishing in space? We have. Come join in the adventure as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. We're a diverse group who have combined our passions for tabletop role-playing to craft the tale of the Adventure Hookers, a band of unlikely adventurers who are in completely over their heads. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Facebook at Experience Points or on Twitter at EQ Points. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a couple of space chamomile waiting for you.